What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Shalava. And I'm just going to give you a quick run out, rundown of my day and um, kind of give you a few pointers as to what different things I came across. But today's been pretty interesting. Really good day, actually. Um, today, the Yeezy 700 Alvas came out, and they uh so i go after a lot of sneakers and sneakers are usually pretty profitable they come out in limited releases um where either saturday uh or random days throughout the week nike and adidas and a couple other sneaker sites will um they'll release a certain sneaker that either nike or adidas has come up with on their own or that they have collaborated with a different person with, whether that be a clothing designer or a musician or some sort of artist. A lot of times they'll do different collabs. Things like with Kanye, uh, Melody Asani's another one. Um, A couple other ones that Ninja the Gamer has done a collab with Adidas before. So there's some pretty big names out there that do collabs. And a lot of times these shoes that are done with another artist or uh, another big social presence sell pretty well on eBay and on StockX and on Goat, which are two other shoe selling sites. So this morning, Kanye's uh, uh, Yeezy 700 Alvas came out. And that's just the colorway of them, the colorway being the color. So they're just an all-black shoe. But they were pretty cool, and they looked like they were going to have some decent resale value. And it was really interesting today because a lot of times what happens is they pop up on Yeezy Supply, which is Kanye's website that he does with Adidas, and they pop up on Adidas.com. And they'll come out usually around 10 o'clock in the morning and a lot of people have bots which are just computer programs set up to pick up the shoes so they'll log in for the person they'll enter all the credit card information and they'll purchase the shoes and they'll do it in a fraction of the time that an actual human can do it so that being said the shoes were supposed to come out at 10 today and everybody's waiting at 10 and well waiting for them to come out at 10 and nobody had any of their bots running or anything like that Maybe a few people did, but really not not too many. And Yeezy Supply released them at 9 a.m., so an hour before they typically do. And that set a lot of people up for a decent amount of failure because most people were planning on being home to run their bots at 10 or setting them up to run at 10. So you have people out either you know making breakfast with their family or not paying attention or sleeping in. And so a lot of the people that run bots that usually eat up the supply didn't have the opportunity to because they came out early which was awesome for people like me who usually go manual to try and pick them up and manual just means you log in and you do it on your computer by yourself and you don't really have any other help so i was running different profiles trying to look and and get the shoes i had several devices set up so the more devices you have the more opportunities you have to get in and i had i think i had three laptops going and then a phone and an iPad. That's typically what I run to, to try and get the shoes. So it gives me a lot more opportunities to get the shoes than just one single device with one uh, one profile loaded. So, you know, kind of increasing my chances of getting the shoes. And I've done pretty well with Yeezy Supply. I don't get Yeezys every time they come out, but 
I've started to get better and kind of understand how to work it a little bit that I can get Yeezys when they come out and I've done well. I've gotten the, I got two pairs of zebras when they came out on December in December, 2019 when they restocked, I got a pair of the 380 mists reflectives that came out, I think at the beginning of March, I got a pair of the first pair of Yeezy 380s, the aliens. I got those when they came out. So I've done pretty well. And I got the the out the Azales when they came out, but I got those through a raffle online, so I didn't actually go to Easy Supply to get those. But I've done pretty well with Yeezys. They sell pretty well. They sell pretty quick. You can always sell them on StockX, so I have pretty good success when I get the shoe. I can just throw it up on StockX. There's always a bid that you can accept, and I'll get into that a little bit later in another episode. But it basically means that your shoes are pretty fluid. You can sell them at any time because somebody usually has an amount that they're willing to purchase. And as soon as you sell it on StockX, it charges their card and then you ship out the item. And assuming that it's legitimate and StockX verifies it as an authentic shoe, then you get the money and it's just a pretty quick transaction. A little bit different than listing on eBay where you're waiting for somebody to buy it. StockX, there's already people ready to sell or purchase kind of like the stock market. So that's something that I like to do. And looking at today, it was it was crazy because like I said, a lot of the bots didn't get any of the stock or got very little stock. And there was a lot of problems with people running their bots and the bots not working just because either the server that they run off of to, to let the person access the the bot itself wasn't working or there are a lot of just different problems that happen that don't typically happen but ended up working in my favor today so i was working on my phone and i have kind of it's kind of like a bot but it's it's um it's not it just lets you open a bunch of different websites so you can look at a bunch of different you can have a bunch of different like easy supply tabs open on your phone and it's called Spectre. So I had that running today and I was able to do pretty well. So I didn't expect to ever get through and I had my computer running, I had two other computers running and I had my iPad running. And the iPad managed to get through on one of the tabs and I was like, okay, cool. So I put in the information and I picked up like a size 11 a pair of Yeezys and then I was kind of waiting there and I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll hit it on another pair. And in about five minutes, the iPad dinged again. And I looked down and I was like, oh, cool. Another tab got through. What, what shoes should I get? So I got a size 12 and then I kept it moving. And I was like, well, I don't know how much I should get. I mean, I don't have, I have enough stock to like make money, but I don't have a ton of capital because I've been putting it out there a good amount with just the way things have been going with the coronavirus. There's a lot of things people are looking to buy right now that, I have been able to have access to and sell like just different video games and stuff like that. So I've been putting out a lot of money and I don't have a ton saved up, but I have enough to get a couple pairs of shoes and the iPad dinged again. And I was like, what the heck? So I looked down and I was on the third, the third tab had come up and like, that doesn't really happen. You're usually lucky to get one pair of Yeezys and you, I mean, if you get two pairs, you're, you're doing really well if you're going manual. And so to have three pop up, I was really, really shocked. And I put in my credit card information and checked out a third pair. And so I was sitting there, I was like, well, geez, I mean, I just spent like 600 bucks on shoes. I don't really know how much I can, how much more I can buy without, you know, getting super low on capital. 
And I thought about it and I was like, well, a lot of the capital I have is also, or a lot of the goods that I have are also pretty fluid because they can be returned. So, you know, if I return a few things, I can get another pair and be fine and still have money to buy more stuff when it comes out. So, and as I'm like thinking through all this, 10.30 rolls around on the iPad dings again. And I look down, I'm like, what the heck, four. So, so I got through on four different tabs and ended up purchasing four pairs of Yeezys which was absurd because that doesn't happen. I mean, you usually have to be running a bot and, and running some different things called proxies that hide your IP address um, on your computer so they don't know that it's being bought from the same computer because usually companies don't like that. They want to be able to get their stock on their shoes or whatever they're selling out to as many people as possible. So when you're sitting there buying them all on one device, they don't really like that and a lot of times they'll cancel orders. But the way that this program that I have on the iPad works, it kind of masks that so that they can't tell. So it dinged again and I bought another pair. And so finally the sale was over. I mean, there's only a few sizes left in stock. And I kind of sat back and realized that there's always, you never can count yourself out because this release, like the last Yeezys that came out were the Cinder Reflectives and I did not do well on those at all. I didn't even get past to purchase them uh, even into like the purchase tab or you can get past the splash page and go and pick a size to check out. I didn't even get past that. But on this one, I managed to get past on four. And it's really just up to, you know, the, the luck of the draw coupled with if you're prepared. And that's something that I kind of want to focus on right now is, is being prepared for things. So a lot of what's going on right now in the world with the coronavirus is something that you know we weren't prepared for and some people would argue that there's different things that could have been done had we been prepared for it had we known but you know you can't always know that kind of stuff's going to happen but you know branching off of that as a reseller being prepared is one of the biggest things that you'll learn you need to have ready for yourself and have done because it saves you so much time in so many situations and it allows you to be ready whenever a big opportunity comes your way instead of letting it pass by. And I think that's a lot of a lot of the problems that new resellers have, including myself, is knowing when good opportunities come. I didn't realize, I mean, even today, I know how hard it is to get Yeezys because I've tried several times. I, I've talked to several people about getting Yeezys and Yeezys are not easy to come across when you're trying to buy them at an honor release. And for me to get passed on two, uh, on two tabs within about the first 10 minutes, I was pretty shocked and was wondering, you know, maybe were they wrong? Were the people I was talking to wrong about the supply? Did they maybe get it wrong and maybe easy oversupplied this? So it was gonna hurt the resell of the shoe. And what the actual thing was is, these shoes were actually pretty limited. I got super lucky and I was super lucky that none of the bots were running at the time. And, you know, all that time contemplating whether or not I should buy more shoes cost me probably a a little bit of money because I could have gotten some better sizes while I was trying to figure out should I buy more pairs should I not and you know being prepared realizing that you know knowing what the resell on the shoes isn't for instance you know me doing the research the night before is something that I need to keep doing and something I did a little bit last night but I didn't do it to the extent that I wished I had whenever I got through on four different tabs to know okay here's the sizes I'm targeting here's the resell Here's what I feel comfortable buying. Here's how many pairs I would like to have. I didn't do any of that because it, honestly, I didn't expect to get more than one pair and I was gonna be happy to get whatever size I could get. 
So that was something that I'm going to need to focus on a little bit more. And being prepared, I mean, that goes from anything from being prepared on on a limited release, knowing your stuff, what the resale market is, to being prepared with anything that you have. You know, shipping supplies is a huge one. Uh, making sure you have enough boxes, making sure you have the bubble wrap, the the tape, all of that kind of stuff. Being prepared for that would help you to avoid either a, a longer time packaging items because you're trying to fit two boxes together to make a, a Franken box, if you will. And, you know, it saves you that time as well as the headaches of, you know, oh crap, I sold a, a coffee mug and now I don't have any bubble wrap. What am I going to do? I mean, now you're looking at trying to you know, put something together with paper and stuff like that. And you're worried if the coffee mug's going to break. And, you know, it could be a coffee mug that's worth 50 bucks that you ended up selling for a lot. And now, you know, you don't have the supplies you need to ship it. You could lose out on that sale if it breaks. So being prepared is something that I think a lot of people overlook. And it's easy to overlook because it's kind of a pain, you know. Um, there's enough stuff for us to focus on as people in general with you know our daily lives whether that be our jobs our full-time jobs or if you're a reseller you know your full-time business or if you're a business owner your full-time business for that matter you got your family to worry about if you have a wife and kids or a, a husband and kids uh, you got them to worry about you know you have different health things you need to think about and so it's easy to push off being prepared with your reselling business because it's one of those things that you don't really need until you run out of what you have or you realize that you need it. And that sounds super meta, but you know, at the same time, you don't realize you're not prepared until you hit the situation where you find out you're not prepared. And so working, doing the research the night before, making sure you're, you are ready with the amount of shipping supplies making sure that your items you do the proper research when you're listing an item on ebay making sure that you have enough money if you go to a garage sale all these things you know play into the amount of money you're going to make and i can't stress it enough the amount of times that i've showed up to a garage sale without the correct amount of money and lost out on a good purchase or the amount of times that i've gotten through on a different shoe site or gotten a different pair of shoes and I didn't know what size to get because I didn't look it up the night before. All of these things are huge for resellers and things that we often don't pay attention to as well as we should. Should, And that's, for me, number one. I mean, that's something that I'm always trying to work on because preparedness in a business helps you avoid the huge landmines that you could end up running into if you're not prepared. So that's kind of my little spiel for the day. Um, you know, outside of that, uh, I do have another thing that happened. So I've been selling some stuff that has been doing really well and I'm not gonna give it away because it's kind of an item that a lot of people in one of the reselling groups that I'm in are buying right now. And it, it kind of hurts their business. I don't wanna hurt their profits, nor do I wanna hurt my own. But, you know, for the sake of, you know, if I lose 10 bucks on something, it's not a big deal. But somebody trying to feed their family on their full-time business, I don't wanna mess up their their opportunity to do that so I'm not going to give away the exact items but I have been selling a lot of good items right now stuff that people need think of stuff that's like closed right now whether that be you know like a you know places that you can go in public places and stuff like that so I've been doing pretty well selling things that people normally would go out to do but 
can no longer do and they have to do themselves at home. And I made a few sales the other day and I used FedEx to ship them. And I learned a valuable lesson, which is make sure you know what you're doing when you're shipping your items. And so I packaged them all up really well. I went through all these, you know, uh, good steps of making sure the item was ready to ship. And then the labels, when you print them off eBay for the post office, tell you exactly what the item is, tell you the price of the item, who bought the item, like all this information. And you print it off of FedEx when you go through eBay to buy the label and you just get a label and like way up in the top corner in size two font, it says what the, the pound, uh, what the weight limit is for the label. And so me, I was in a rush, which is my fault. And that goes back to being prepared, but I was in a rush and I wasn't paying attention. I had two packages that were the exact same item. And then I had one package that was a little bit different and I mixed them up. And so the one item that was supposed to go to New York, I sent to Connecticut. And the one item that was supposed to go to Connecticut, I sent to New York. And they just didn't happen to be the ones that were the same. So this lady emails me on the eBay messages on Friday afternoon and goes, hey, I'd just like to let you know that I ordered item A and I got item B and I have no idea how I would ever use this. And I was like, well, that's not right. So I emailed her back and I said, ma'am, I'm very sorry. Can you please send me the shipping label? Because maybe I thought, you know, hopefully FedEx did something stupid and messed it up. And she sent me it back and it was her, her name and address. And so it was my fault. I'm like, great. So I looked at it and this was another thing that I should have done that I didn't do. I didn't reach out to the other buyer ahead of time. So this lady knew that she was getting the wrong item because she opened it up. But the other guy didn't. And the other guy, I should have known, but he was like super type A. So he emailed me immediately after making the purchase and was like, hey, when can you ship this? And I'm like, those kind of buyers you'll learn are kind of, they can be really nice until they don't end up getting their exact way or something doesn't work out perfectly for them. And then they end up being a huge pain. And I try to have a lot of compassion for customers, but when, when you don't realize that like you're, you're dealing with one person who's prone to mistakes, it's kind of hard sometimes, but so I didn't reach out to that guy and I definitely should have. And that's number one. If you screw something up, try and fix it as best you can and then go to the buyer so that they know and they're aware so they don't get completely uh, blindsided by the mistake or something like that. But I didn't do that. So I went to the lady that got the wrong package. I sent her a new shipping label to the right address and I said, look, I'll set up with FedEx to have it picked up from your house. I know you probably don't want to go out in this time. That's fine. Just slap the label on there, put it back on your front porch. It'll get picked up. So I'm like, well, you know, maybe this other guy won't get the item in time and I'll just tell him to keep the other weights. So I was on my way to, uh, I think I was on my way back home and I get a message from the other buyer on, so that happened Thursday. Everything happened Thursday. I get a message on Friday. And he's like, hey, I would like to let you know that I got this item A, I or I got item B, and I was supposed to get item A, and I am very, very upset. And I like looked at the message. I was like, this guy's not going to be fun to deal with. So I messaged him back. I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I don't know what happened. Something must have happened with FedEx because I, I don't know how they got mixed up, but I'm working on it. I already have the other item ready to ship to your house. They're picking it up today. And this guy was like, no, like I'm not having that. I refuse to let you send that to me and I will not take this. I've been mistreated and you lied to me. And I'm like, 
I don't know what I lied about. I just, <laughs> I just told you what was happening, but okay. Uh, he's like, I, I will return this item and I don't want you to send the other weights to me. And I'm like, well, that's not good because FedEx just picked up your weights. So I don't know what you want me to do about that. He's like, well, I'll be returning those too. And in my mind, I know that you can only return an item on eBay once. So I don't know how this guy was planning on sending it back to me, but I knew he wasn't going to be happy when he got the weights because he didn't want them anymore. And so I've been going back and forth with these people. Finally, this morning, the lady that got the, the nice lady emails me and says, hey, FedEx never picked up anything. And the guy who was super mad about everything returned the weights to me. So long story short, if you ever screw up a shipping label with eBay or Mercari or whatever, get in touch with the buyer and make sure they're aware of it and make sure you do your due diligence on how you can fix it beforehand so you don't just go to them and say, hey, I sent you the wrong item. I don't know what to do. Make sure you have sort of a plan in place of what you're going to do and make sure that you calm the buyer down because I did a poor job of that and that's something that I've learned tremendously from is don't just hang your buyer out to dry and when they get the wrong package of items when they're supposed to get a different one and you know don't let them figure that out on their own make sure you're in constant communication with them and that's something that i kind of deserve but it's been it's been a huge problem right now just because i don't really enjoy dealing with shipping something back and forth and working with fedex and working with the buyer and trying it's not fun and it can be a pain and i'm still working on it so that being said I think there's enough there to give you some sort of uh, an insight as to what being uh, an eBay seller can have going with it. And that's not to scare you off. That's just something that hopefully you can learn from in case you ever find yourself in that situation. And like I said, I've been doing it a year and I've never done this before. And some people do it you know, several years and never end up shipping the packages to other people on accident. Keeping yourself organized is what's going to help you through that and keeping you uh in good favor with your buyers. So I'm gonna get going. I think that's a good amount for today and I'm kind of talked out, but I'll get with you guys tomorrow. We can come up with something new to talk about and hopefully keep helping you learn how to sell online and make a little bit of extra money for yourself or even build a full-time business. So I'll let you guys go and you guys have a good one. Peace.